Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for the University of Illinois Extension Service. And last week, or the last show at least, I was talking about uh, sowing seeds and proper thinning and giving them their distancing so they produce the best for you. Uh, this week, I wanted to talk about um, a lot of the early season questions um, about gardening anyway. Um, as I mentioned, the, the earlier ones were about sowing and thinning. Uh, we are getting calls now about uh, warm season and tender growing vegetables. And the tender growing vegetables are those that typically get planted on the average frost-free date. Uh, they do not really tolerate any sort of cold weather, frost, anything like that. Um, and then we also have the warm-loving vegetables, and that, and those are those vegetables that really require warm air and soil temperatures to germinate and grow well. Uh, the warm-loving vegetables are more like your vine crops, so your cucumbers and melons and squashes and, and uh, watermelons and things like that. So to get this whole thing started here, um, we, again, we talk about that frost-free date and that there's an average frost-free date and yet there's an absolute frost-free date. The absolute frost-free date shows up about two weeks later when there's, when there's, as you might say here, absolutely no chance of a frost or a freeze left. And so we talk about planting those tender vegetables on the average frost-free date. And then two weeks later, we, we talk about planting the warm-loving vegetables. So... In northern Illinois here, that average frost-free date gives us the opportunity to plant, actually get in three individual gardens. We could have a spring garden, a summer garden, and a fall garden. As you might guess, with our limited growing days, we're planting, starting to plant the summer garden before the spring garden's finished. And likewise, for the fall garden, it's going to go in towards the latter half of the summer garden, so there's time for it to grow and evolve and be with us as the weather cools off. Now, I mentioned I was talking about, I wanted to talk about tender and warm-loving vegetables. Both the tomato and the pepper transplants go in after the worst of the frosty weather and the cool days have passed. Again, those are those veggies that uh, really require the really warm soil and warm air temperatures. But since they're often bought together, uh, they often get planted at the same time. And it's kind of interesting that your tomato can go out into the garden a week or so earlier than your peppers, which prefer uh, even warmer weather. So every year we seem to either get our peppers out a couple weeks too early or get our tomatoes out a couple weeks too late. And the, the, the game, of course, is always can you brag in the neighborhood when you got your first ripe tomato of the season. So if you're planting two weeks later, just because you planted them at the same time as you did peppers, then, then you're going to be a lot harder to win that contest. So think about the fact that just because we buy them together, they don't necessarily need to get planted together. It's really the same when you're talking about uh, sowing some of the vegetable seeds. They're going to follow a similar pattern. Um, so like at the same time you plant those peppers, again, a warm-loving plant, you could sow other warm-loving vegetables too. Um, I mentioned some of the vine crops, but all, all some of the others might be okra or eggplant or even lima beans. One of the other things we can do, we could be planting some of those tender vegetables, and those go in at the average frost-free date again. And here's where, say, snap beans get sown along with sweet corn, New Zealand spinach. Uh, we might be transplanting tomatoes at that point because we're going to wait. The, remember, we're waiting about the two weeks before the peppers go in as a transplant. 
So one of the great things about understanding the growing conditions favored by vegetables is the ability to utilize that garden several times uh, throughout the season. And, and last week I talked about timing and when things could go in. And again, today I've talked about a spring, summer, and fall garden. Um, that's what we're really focusing on here if you want to in- garden intensively, even in a small space. So, for example, you know, once the radish- radishes or the carrots are done, that same space can be used to sow your first row of snap beans. I also mentioned at some point this week or last that if you sowed your radishes and carrots together, the radishes mark the carrot row, and then the carrots come up a few days later, uh, and the radishes are all gone long before the carrots ever get a chance to develop. So you've got two crops in the same row. So again, that's just something can, that can be done. Getting back to maybe when you put your beans in, maybe your radishes are now gone. You didn't put carrots in that same row, but now you put in snap beans. If you rotate those snap beans on that shorter row basis and plant more of them periodically during the season, you'll have a great uh, great crop throughout the season to harvest from, and it's in a usable form. There's not so many beans that you don't know what to do with, unless you're going to can, of course, in which case you may even need to sow more beans. But for the typical fresh use, shorter shorter rows planted more often gives you a much more usable uh, amount of product used during the growing season. So there's lots of ways we can increase productivity in our vegetable garden, uh, paying attention to days to harvest right on the label, alternate sowing, uh, successive plantings, uh, row cropping, if you will, wide, wide row sowing, like for lettuces, uh, as, I, as I had mentioned earlier, this is all... Uh, this is all good stuff and something that, as a gardener, um, you should try. Uh, beginning gardeners, this might be a bit, maybe sounding o- o- over, might be overcome with all those options here, but get out there, do some gardening, learn as you go, uh, and each year your gardening efforts get better and better. Well, this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Side Up. Always a pleasure, and I'll be back again soon.